Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, December 15th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Call 317-849-2933. You know what? Dr. Mike O'Neill is the best dentist I've ever gone to. He's the only dentist I've gone to the last 27 years. All of my dental dreams come true because of my relationship with Dr. Mike O'Neill. One of the most positive healthcare relationships, if not the most positive one, that I've enjoyed in my life. Very, very nice people. Call Dr. Mike O'Neill, 317-849-2933. Let's talk about the Colts. Then we'll talk about the Pacers, but first the Colts. Found out yesterday from Frank Reich that Darius Leonard and uh, Xavier Rhodes, not expected to miss time, not serious injuries. That's good news because it's all hands on deck. Now's the time. It's nut-cutting time for the Indianapolis Colts. They got to get going. They got three games left, two against very beatable uh, opponents. The Texans this weekend, the Texans are four and nine. You've got to be able to beat the Texans. You've got to be able to beat the Jaguars in the season finale. Right now at nine and four, the Colts are tied for the top wild card spot, although they lose the tiebreaker with the Cleveland Browns because the Browns last not, lost last night to the Ravens. Everything is possible for the Colts. And here's the way NFL seasons work, man. If you don't get it done every single week, at some point you're going to pay for it. And the game that the the Colts are paying for right now is that loss to the Jaguars in the season opener. The Jaguars are 1-13, 1-12, right? Yeah, 1-12. The only win they've got is against the Colts in the season opener. Before the Jaguars knew they sucked. That's the danger of playing a bad team in the opener. Because everybody believes they got a chance in the opener. They don't know they're bad in the opener. And sometimes that can sting you. And that has stung the Colts. If the Colts had won that game, right now they'd be 10-3. and And at 10-3, and they'd be leading the AFC South. They would be tied with the Buffalo Bills for the third spot in the AFC. That third seed... You know, but they didn't, so they've got to make up ground. 
and that make, making up of ground involves beating the Texans this weekend, beating the Jaguars in the season finale, and you got that game in between them against the Steelers. If you can win that one, if you can figure out a way to get to 12-4, and four, all things are possible for the Colts. This is not a bad football team. They're pretty good. They force turnovers. They don't turn the ball over themselves too often. Phillip Rivers, when he is on, he is a terrific game manager, and that running game is coming into its own. Running for 212 yards this past weekend in that win against the Raiders, that's really, really good stuff. If you can continue down that road, you can be a pain in the ass come January. And that's what the Colts want to be. Is this a Super Bowl team? No, it's not a Super Bowl team. And it shouldn't be expected to be a Super Bowl team. But you know what happens in January? Sometimes you go on a run. No reason not to hope for it. Just because it's not likely doesn't mean they're in hope that the the Colts can play in Tampa come February. And by the way, nobody knows exactly how many fans are going to be accommodated at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa for the Super Bowl. But what Roger Goodell has said is the NFL isn't going to try to lobby in order to jump the line, uh, in order to gain favored status for vaccinations, which is, uh, you don't want blood on your hands. You don't want lives to be lost because assets in in terms of vaccinations and in terms of mitigation in in COVID, that you took assets away from those at the highest risk, uh, those in healthcare, first responders, that kind of stuff. You, you don't want that, for God's sake. Good for Roger Goodell for having the good sense not to, not to employ the self-importance that he used in negotiating his latest contract extension, where he's got the use of a private jet for the rest of his life. Who does this? Who negotiates the use of a private jet for the rest? Who walks into a room and says, you know what I'd really like? Not only do I want the $50 million a year in salary, but I also would like the use of a private jet for the rest of my life. Jane, my wife, and I would like the private jet because we don't like to fly commercial. And so for the rest of our lives, we'd like the use of this jet. Who does that? I, I, I never thought that uh, Roger Goodell would show humility, but it seems as though he is in terms of COVID. Uh, Pacers, they lost last night to the Cavaliers, 116-106. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Another terrible fourth quarter. Uh, Pacers give up 35 points. They kind of empty the bench. I don't care whether these guys can play or not. Edmund Sumner is not important to me. His development, and I don't mean anything against Edmund Sumner. Nice guy. But whether Edmund Sumner is terrific and plays to the best of his ability in the preseason or doesn't is utterly meaningless as to the the way this Pacers team is going to compete in meaningful games. So it doesn't matter what they do in the fourth quarter of a preseason game. They're shooting a lot of threes. 84 three-point attempts in these two preseason games. they got one more preseason game left. It's at Bankers Life Fieldhouse this coming Friday against the Philadelphia 76ers. Busy weekend for Bankers Life, which we like. You got the Pacers, and then you've got uh, the Crossroads Classic, Indiana and Butler at 11.30, and then Purdue and Notre Dame at 2.30. Great stuff. Love it when that building's rolling. 
We like, and then downtown on Sunday, we got the Colts, right? Colts and the Texans, one o'clock. Very, very good. Uh, anyway, the Colts or the, uh, the Pacers, they were not bad shooting threes. They were all right last night. They were 17 of 40. The starters were 12 of 23. Uh, on the glass, they got hammered. Cavaliers with a rebound advantage of, of 52 to 33. That is not good. The plus minus, all the starters were in the plus category. And that's good. And they were an average uh, plus 8.4. So that's a good thing. Uh, let's talk about Illinois uh, football and Illinois athletics for a minute. Illinois athletics, they've gotten basketball right. Brad Underwood's a terrific coach. Football, they can never get right. They always get out in front of themselves. They always make mistakes. That's what they've done uh, repeatedly in firing Zook and in, in replating that program, no matter who is running it. And, and I know nobody liked Zook, and that's okay. But a lot of people liked Lovey Smith. And Lovey's been fired after five years, and they're going to continue to hire guys. And you know what? Somebody's got to suck in the Big Ten. It's not Indiana anymore. And it's not really Purdue at this point. Somebody's got to suck. So Nebraska kind of sucks. Shiano is at Rutgers. Everybody's kind of lifting from the bottom. And Illinois, I I guess, is uh, resolved to remain toward the bottom. So instead of building with one guy and understanding that it's going to take a lot of time, they get impatient and they fire a guy like Lovey Smith. Good for them. We need Illinois to replate every three or four years, five years, so they remain at the bottom of the Big Ten in, in football because somebody has to. It's not going to be Wisconsin. It's not going to be Minnesota. It's not going to be Iowa. It's not going to be Northwestern. It's got to be somebody, so it's got to be Illinois. You know, you, you, can't, you can't continue to expect to be great among 14 programs who are also trying to be great, right, or, or 13, you know, and that's where Michigan's at. Michigan can't get to where Ohio State's at, so Harbaugh is being, you know, pilloried around the country, <clears throat> number one, because he's an arrogant fool, but number two, because that's... Michigan isn't going to be Ohio State. They aren't Ohio State. They're not going to be Ohio State. They should be able to beat Indiana. Couldn't do that this year. Jim Harbaugh. I hope Michigan makes a change. Although, and because I think that'll drag Michigan down toward the mean. But what I really enjoy about Michigan football right now is Jim Harbaugh because he's so much fun to dislike. Makes it fun to root against. That's what we need. We need... A team we can root for. We, in Indiana, we root for Indiana. And to a lesser extent, if you went to Indiana, Purdue. The other 12 teams we hope lose every week, even though we know that's impossible. We don't like any of these teams. We don't like Penn State. We don't like Michigan. We don't like Ohio State. We don't like Michigan State. We don't like any of them. We don't like Wisconsin. We hope they all lose. But Jim Harbaugh makes it really easy to not like Michigan and root against Michigan. That's why we love him. Uh, Tomorrow night, college basketball. We'll talk about this more tomorrow. Butler is at Villanova. Purdue hosts Ohio State. Uh, Both games at 7 o'clock, which sucks, because I'd like to watch both. Uh, Butler's on Fox Sports 1, and the Purdue game is on the Big Ten Network. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? 
On this cold, it's cold. It's December 15th. What do you want? Of course it's going to be. What do we think? It's going to be 70 in central Indiana? No. It's not. Tom Murphy, the great Tom Murphy, celebrating her birthday today. Uh, James Olklaus, happy birthday. Landon Howard, Joe Basing, happy birthday. Jeff Roberts, Doug Spurgeon, the great Griff Jenkins from Fox News, celebrating her birthday. Uh, James Baker, happy birthday. Kurt LeBlanc, happy birthday. Daryl Randall, and Jimmy Graves, the great Jimmy Graves, celebrating her birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Just be nice to people. It, I know it's a struggle every day to try to focus on the, the welfare of others and the happiness of others and expressing gratitude for what you've got instead of despondence over what you might have lost. That's, we all do that every day. That's our challenge every day. So let's help each other. Let's lift each other. Let's have a nice day. What do you think?